This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene Minisode. Hi. Hey, happy Halloween. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we don't have like a cool tagline like Hail Satan. Like, oh, right. Like last podcast on the left has. Yeah. We'll have to come up with one. Hail my pussy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. So this is a very special minisode specifically for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I almost said something, but then I stopped. So it was like, <laughs> like Scooby Doo. <laughs> it's a mystery van episode. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so we're going to talk about a very popular, the most popular Halloween based urban legend, in my opinion, that's in existence. And it is the urban legend that uh, people are handing out tainted candies. Mm hmm. Uh, I'm sure you've heard this. I feel like every child on the planet who was born, I, I guess, in the 60s or 70s and beyond knows about this super, I guess I wouldn't call it superstition, but the urban legend that, you know, check the candy. There's a razor blade in the apple. There's a, First of all, you throw the fucking apple away if you get it. No one eats the fucking apple. So even if there was a razor blade in it, who cares? Right. Right. Who I needs- mean, I mean, it's still rude to put a razor blade in it. It's very rude. I, I mean, I eat apples, but not on Halloween. Oh, I eat apples too, but if if I was a kid and I got an apple or like a box of raisins, that would be the last so, yeah. thing I ate. You would eat it? Oh, well, I'm, I wouldn't eat it. I'd probably throw Rachel's it. Rachel's from Marin. She's <laughs> like, of course, I'd eat the trail mix and the apples and the raisins. <laughs> <laughs> I love carob. <laughs> you know what? I fucking hate carob. <laughs> carob is nature's joke. <laughs> it is. It's so ugh. Ugh. No, it's we've awful. talked about carrots, carob, and uh, Jill Stein, and like that they was, all go together. Like, that was the joke I made that um, John Oliver stole from me. <laughs> I, I swear to another God, another Hollywood crime. Scene. It was a Hollywood crime. I tweeted, um, I don't know, like a year and a half ago at some point that Jill Stein thinks carob tastes just as good as chocolate, mm-hmm. and my joke verbatim ended up on John Oliver like the very next week. Twitter is a dangerous place to put your content. I was right. That was a crime. I mean, I feel like the thing that probably happened is it was just in the um, collective unconscious. Like, I don't think someone, I, do you know what I mean? I feel like right. someone saw it and then it just was like, oh, in my mind when they were pitching jokes or something. Right? I, I don't know. It probably was. It was a people, mistake. Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't, I know it wasn't a malicious thing that happened, but it was one of those, hey, like of course i mean i was watching john oliver with brendan i think he was like isn't that your joke and i was like wait a second and i was like that's my exact joke but you guys are hiring yeah jk i don't i don't want to move to new york at this time in my life but you can uh pitch them jokes for per per uh joke 
money, per joke, right? For joke I don't money? Know how it works. I don't I know. I have no idea. I don't know. I'm anyway, we're off topic again. Oh, wait. But now the latest thing, though, is I saw today the story about edibles. Yes. We were going to talk about okay, that. Okay, good. Okay. Let's go. So you cannot have my mom's edibles. Um, just don't even bother. She's not going to hand them out. This I know. I wish. This is like so fake. The things that are always like free drugs, like people like beware of like kids, you know, getting their hands on drugs from adults passing them out. I feel like no adult is going around wasting their drugs just randomly passing them out. They're not cheap. I mean, I I was going to ask because I haven't bought weed or smoked weed in 11 years. So this is before you could buy edibles. You had to make your own and you couldn't make candy. You just made like you know, brownies and shit. So I have no concept of how much these things cost. I think they're a few dollars each. But you wouldn't... I mean, people don't even spring for full-size candy bars, really. (laughs) That's like, what, 75 cents? Right. You always get the fun size. Yeah. Unless it's like a really rich neighborhood. Uh, Right. I I mean, no one's giving... That that, that was like a news story. I feel like there's a paranoid Halloween news story, like a local news story that kind of goes viral every year and right. you know watch out for, for I think this. the gummy thing has been going on for the past few years the edibles Oh really? Yeah. I just saw it. Well, it's every year I think for the past 2 or 3 years I think. I can this Im- panic that people are going to accidentally hand out their edibles. Also they look very distinctly like Weed. edibles. Right. Well, the packaging is just it's not something you're like, "Oh, is that a Starburst?" <laughs> like, do you know right. what I mean? The packaging is very clearly not a traditional candy. It's a it's a weed candy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that's the latest in the tradition panic in the, the tradition urban, of yeah. panic. There have also been like Desi said before razor blades in the apples or in candy or needles, uh poison. And these incidents this is way more myth than actual reality. Reality. This is like maybe it's one of those things where I mean I feel like it's the classic like you know, a local news story is like, is this the new hot teen for trends? They're drinking, you know, fermented poop. Right. And then everyone's like, oh my God, I can't believe kids these days are doing this, even though it was just like one isolated incident. Right. But it gets blown out of proportion. So I feel like the candy, the poison candy thing is also like that. And I did seem to find a bit of an origin story for this. It might not be the exact origin, but it is a story that where urban legend was reality and it's it's quite frightening so we're going to go all the way back to 1974 this is october 31st 1974 and ronald clark o'brien took his kids and some neighbor children out to go trick-or-treating in their pasadena texas neighborhood now the group approached a darkened home and the kids all knocked on the door and said trick or treat but nobody was there and the kids were knocking on this door and he's like okay there's there's no one home right there's always that one house where yeah. you go and the lights off and like oh man yeah you're not giving out candy well fuck you yeah i mean i don't know if all kids fudge you like <laughs> <laughs> so the group of kids they went on ahead and Ronald stayed behind and he said, I'll catch up with you guys in a minute. Now, later he caught up with the kids and when he caught up with them, he said, look, kids, pixie sticks, that house, (laughs) they ended up opening the door for me and they gave me these five gigantic pixie sticks. Oh, how convenient. If, 
you don't know what a pixie stick is. Maybe they call them something different in the UK, probably. I feel like they might. Right. But it looks like a paper straw. It's a paper like straw. Like a striped, usually. Or a plastic straw. Right. When they're big, they're usually plastic. These were the plastic ones. These were the big ones that they got. And they're full of sugar. It's powdered that's sweet. That's colored and kind of sour. Like yeah. It has a bit of a... Um, tartness to it usually it's very tart it's just basically a tube of sugar and you just pour it down your fucking throat (laughs) it's a very effective delivery system of getting sugar into your system just bypass the chewing (laughs) just literally just pour it down your your throat it's like mainlining sugar (laughs) it really is so the dad ronald is like look i got five giant pixie sticks and they were the the king size version they were these giant plastic right 21 inch well. straws of pixie <clears throat> sticks and all four of the kids that he had taken out including his eight-year-old son timothy and his five-year-old daughter elizabeth were given a pixie stick there was five of them so there was one remaining and ronald gave the fifth pixie stick to a 10-year-old boy that they knew from church Ronald and his kids, Timothy and Elizabeth, they all went home after a fun night of trick-or-treating. Ronald urged uh, Timothy to pick out his one treat. You know, sometimes you go home for trick-or-treating. Families did it different. Some kids were allowed to just eat the whole thing of candy. But uh, in my family, you're allowed to have one piece of candy after trick-or-treating. Really? Yeah. That's psychotic. (laughs) I have so many candy. No, I mean, wanting it during the... No, I mean, one piece when you got home and then you have like another or a couple pieces when you got home. You don't eat the whole bag. You know, my mom wouldn't let me eat the whole bag. Well, I wouldn't eat the whole bag, but I would have more than one piece. Like when you got home for the night, that was it. Like, oh, you get to have one. I think so. I mean, really? Yeah, it was like one. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, it was like Halloween. Just fucking go for it. I mean, I think this is when I was really young, though. Right? Maybe. Like, I don't know. I mean, Um, you had better parents than me, slightly. (laughs) My mom was a good mom. My mom was a really good mom. My dad, my dad did the best he could. I love my parents. I have good relationship. Right. We're not talking about parents. Anyway. We'll talk about Desi's parents. No, I said you had good ones. <laughs> My mom was like, whatever, what you got? <laughs> my mom definitely did eat some of my candy when I was right. a kid. She's like, oh, I love those. Excuse me. <laughs> Give me those Rolos. Right. <laughs> She's like, I'll have this one. This one's dark chocolate. I'll be taking yeah, that. Yeah, look at that special dark. <laughs> <laughs> so Ronald, uh, Timothy's father, was like, hey, why don't you, why don't you eat the pixie stick? He was urging him to eat this pixie stick. And Timothy was like, sure, okay. I mean, if you're going to get one, that seems like the one you would not want your kid to choose, right? Like, It's just, just sugar. pure sugar and right this before is, bed. Right. This is right before bedtime. So Timothy opened his mouth and he poured some of the pixie stick into his mouth and was like, mmm, wait a minute. Daddy, this tastes kind of bitter. Hmm. And he was complaining about the taste of it. And... The dad was like, well, here, let me give you some Kool-Aid to wash it down. What in the Jim Jones hell is going on? Well, Kool-Aid was specified. Uh, By the way, I know it's flavor aid. Please don't at me. (laughs) Was that exactly what Jim Jones used? Yeah, flavor flavor aid. So there's always like these, like literally the worst actually I can get is if I make a Kool-Aid joke and someone is like, it's actually flavor aid. It's like, I know, but Kool-Aid, everyone thinks (laughs) Kool-Aid. 
know what there, I mean? there isn't a fucking <clears throat> saying that people say, oh, you're going to go drink the flavor aid. No, it's you're going to go drink right. the Kool-Aid. So you have to go with the, the common wisdom right. on what it was. But there's always some nerd who has to tell you it's flavor aid. And it's like, I kind of respect a true crime nerd, but at the same time, shut up. That's different. No yeah. one says uh, cotton swab instead of Q-tip. Right. Anyway. Sorry. Okay. So he gave him some Kool-Aid to help wash down the bitter taste. But shortly after... Timothy fell violently ill and he was rushed to the hospital where he died along the way. Mm. During autopsy, it was discovered that the pixie sticks were laced with cyanide. Shit. Yeah. So there again, that's the, the bitter almond too. Cause I know cyanide has like a bitter almond taste to it. Well, the doctors smelled almonds on his breath and they knew right away that right. it was probably cyanide. So he was, uh, yeah, he was um, the one kid that ended up consuming the pixie sticks. Fortunately, none of the other kids that were given them had touched them, and the pixie sticks themselves were taken away very shortly after by the police. And uh, they also discovered that the cyanide in each of the pixie sticks was enough to, like, kill a fucking horse. Like, it was a huge... Right, because you need literally almost... Like one crumb. I don't know. How it's, uh, it's like such a small amount that you need. Right. I mean, this was like. And I also heard that you almost die instantly. Like. I heard it was a bad death. I recently heard that it was a bad death. Worse I've than heard you that think. too. And I felt, I felt like it was almost instant. Because whenever you see it in a movie where they crack the capsule. And they like. You know, like well, someone he, on trial who gets whatever. But he died within an hour. Right. But I thought it was even faster than an hour. Oh, like, wow. Like within minutes. Because that's like what they always say. People who are in jail are getting about to be, you know, put in prison will snap that capsule in their mouth. Right. And almost die. But anyways. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll have to Maybe. look into that. So one of our listeners, I, I bet, knows. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Police determined that no one in the neighborhood had been given out pixie sticks. The police were starting to get pretty suspicious of the father, Ronald, so they went to confront him, and he said that he was going to take them around to the neighborhood and show them all the houses, and again, they couldn't find anyone in the, in the neighborhood who had given out pixie sticks, and they went to confront him again. They were like, dude, you're looking pretty bad here. Right. So he was like, fine, I'll, I'll take you to this house to the house where i got them from so he takes them to the dark house and um the police go there they knock on the door and the occupant of the home was not there so they went all the way to his job and to confront this guy who was allegedly giving out laced pixie sticks and he was working at the airport Uh, the name of this man was courtney melvin He was working at the Houston airport, and he was then arrested in front of all of his coworkers. But the only problem was that Courtney had an alibi, a really good one, and he had been at work all Halloween night. He wasn't home at all. That house was empty, in fact. So this was not their guy. Detectives working the case then discovered that Ronald had taken out a $40,000 life insurance policy on his kids about a month before Halloween. Here's the thing about taking out life insurance policies. You never want to do it too close to the murder. Right. And I feel like that is like that is a thing that gets people every time in TV shows and movies and in these kinds of crimes. They always do it way too close to the murder. I feel like this is like a three year long con. You also, why do. would you ever buy life insurance on kids? Well, yeah, that's pretty fucking suspicious. I've too. never heard. I mean, it's usually like the breadwinner, right? Like, right. It's but it's always you shouldn't but, even be allowed to buy life insurance on kids. Yeah. I mean, what is the point? What are you dependent on them for? Like, what are they? Why do you need money if your kid dies? You don't. I mean, it's ridiculous. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I mean, I just don't even know why it's, why insurance companies would sell it. There's really no point to it. Unless Um, your kid's a child star and bringing in the big bucks. Yeah, that's true. But that's the only instance I can think about. Even then it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Because they're not there to support you. Right. Fucking deadbeat parents. Ronald, it was also discovered, owed up to $100,000 in debt. So there was a lot of circumstantial evidence piling up against dear old dad, Ronald. Ronald. Ugh, Ronald. I'm sorry. (laughs) One of the instances of the circumstantial evidence was that a professor at the community college class that he was attending recalled that Ronald had asked him a question about cyanide. Yeah. And he also matched the description of a man who had inquired about purchasing cyanide at a chemical company in Houston. He didn't end up purchasing it it there. So it wasn't ever determined like where he got the cyanide from because the chemical company in Houston, they wouldn't sell him the amount that he wanted. Right. It was too much, I guess. I don't know what else you need cyanide for or why you would even sell it. Yeah. I, I don't know. But Ronald maintained his innocence the entire time. 
he was charged with capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. During the trial, friends, acquaintances, and a chemist testified about Ronald's interest in cyanide. So apparently he had been talking asking around, asking talking about cyanide. And it's like on, pre-Google search history. <laughs> right. Right. The incriminating conversations you have with your friends and acquaintances. And on June 3rd, 1975, Ronald was found guilty of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. He was sentenced to death. And on March 31st, 1984, Ronald Clark O'Brien was executed by lethal injection. While he was being executed, there could be people heard in the crowd of onlookers yelling, trick or treat. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I thought that was very ghoulish. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's, that's savage. Fucking, that's savage <laughs> as fuck. Um, I mean, that's the good thing about um, Texas. That they kill people fast, right? Oh, I mean, if you're pro death penalty, if you're pro death penalty, I mean, I I do kind of feel like if you're gonna have the death penalty, like it, to drag it out for so long, doesn't make sense to me. Like, don't have it. Do you know what I mean? Like in California, do we have it still? Well, we have people that are still on death row in California. Uh, remember, uh, but we never execute people. No, we don't. I just feel like then we should not even have it because what's the point? Do yeah, you know what I mean, like. I mean, yeah, I get that. I mean, he was only, yeah, this guy was uh, taken into custody. He was he was put in prison and arrested, I mean, and killed. On, I'm anti-death penalty, by the way, but I just feel like it makes no sense to me, the states that still have it, right. but then drag it out. It's like, well, why don't you just not have it? <laughs> like, right, you know why I mean? don't you just like, not have it? Because it gonna... seems really stressful to me <laughs> to just be on death row for and never know, like, I don't know, like, it's just weird. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, don't fucking kill anyone in Texas. That's dumb. Or Florida, right? Florida, Those yeah. people kill people fast. Yeah, totally. I mean, just don't kill anyone. I mean, yeah, the, the easier step is to just, just kill don't anyone. kill anybody. But at least think about what state you're in. <laughs> think about just your consequence. And that's why I said take out the life insurance policy like two or three years before. Right. Like the whole, I, I honestly, does anyone use life insurance except for murder? <laughs> I right. Feel like, I feel like it's mostly people murdering people who take out life insurance. Like, you always hear it, especially in those like ID investigation discovery shows. Right. It's always a life insurance policy I mean, policy if you've murder. watched a freaking any sort of dateline <laughs> or 48 hour mystery, right. we all know that if you take out a life insurance on someone who gets murdered, it's fucking it's you. you. You did it. I don't know what... It's like baffling to me that people think they're going to get away with that. Like you're right. going to be the first suspect. Like, and I also forgot to mention his wife divorced him after he got sentenced. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I love when people I'm glad don't she... put up with like, Oh, I still love him. <laughs> even though we yeah. killed my child. Even though we killed our child together. People do that shit. Especially when they go to church. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Um, yeah. Like that, like that, um, mom and dirty John. Oh God. Oh my god, we should do an episode on Dirty John. Oh, like so maybe, good. Uh, something. We like could a even bonus. Just, just our takes. On our it. takes on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, if you guys haven't listened to Dirty John, that's your homework. Yeah, it's really everyone on Hollywood good. Crime Scene needs to listen to the. It's only six episodes, and it's absolutely riveting. I liked it. I might have liked it better than Serial. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I, I liked it way better than Serial. Well, like, yeah. It's so. It's so good. Well, there's also a conclusion, like right. So. There's a satisfying sort of ending to it. Um, so, so this story, 
is sort of the basis of the poison candy. It seems like an early genesis. Because it's 70s. It. Yeah. And that's when those sort of, uh, the the panic about right. like being kidnapped and... And... Like when, when local news started really doing right. those things, I feel like that was sort of 70s, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Where it's sort of like, like when you look at the statistics... It's not any more dangerous out there. Right. But everyone thinks it's way more dangerous right. for children that they're just going to be kidnapped by the ice cream man and molested and given poison candy. It's like a local right. news like thing. Right. By the way, this is kind of unrelated, but when I was watching the World Series last night, after it, there was like a Fox News teaser for the local news and yeah. it said Dodgers win. Like they had the wrong oh, graphic no. up. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I actually saw it and I was like, whoa, and I don't have like TiVo where I can re- rewind it or something. Oh, so you but then saw someone it else posted it on Twitter. I saw that after it. And I was like, oh my God. I, so I did see that because I was like, wait, did I just see what I thought I saw? Like, I didn't know that you I was actually like, that saw just made it. it so sad. It made it even sadder because what if you didn't watch the game and then you're like, well, what happened? And you're like, oh joy, the Dodgers win. I guess <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to bed now. Happy. Oh my God. It was like Dewey defeats Truman. <laughs> oh my God. It was, uh, it made it almost better for me. Well, sorry, I'm not a Dodger. We're fan. not Dodgers fans. So, hate to break it to you guys we still love all of you um Um, so that's that was good yeah Yeah. that's it happy Happy halloween Halloween. bye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.